Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the NXT 2.0 preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Dadly Boys of What Culture, Michael Hamblet and Michael Sidgwick, here to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT 2.0. But before we get into it, if you're a fan <laughs> of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts, where we not only review NXT 2.0, but also Raw, SmackDown, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, bloody premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round up of the week, complete with a bloody quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, though, joined by Hamlet and Sidgwick, and a bit of a break from the norm with the bullet points today. I've just realised I've neglected to write New Year's Evil Fallout, but that's what tonight's <laughs> episode is, basically, isn't it? I, uh, I guess so. I would um, welcome, in spite of some of the big developments on last week's show, I would welcome a return to the NXT 2.0 we've come to know and not so much love, but accept, which is a series of short matches, short squashes. I was legitimately shocked when you said we had. Quite a lot already to preview, I knew, of the, the big things and the headline moments. A couple of, like, two-minute big banter matches, please, and more silly skits, because I'm slightly worried that this is going to be two weeks in a row of 2.0 attempting to be credible. That's not what we come here for. Yeah, and no, I want some bollocks. I want some total and utter bollocks. And uh, I've predicted some bollocks, so stay tuned for the games later. <laughs> yeah, and guess what? New game. New game, New because game. They, they've ruined one of our games. Where's Wendy? Well, she's in the bloody wrestling ring. She's in a six-woman match that we'll get to a little bit later on. You may call this the game, but we'll have to tease that till later. Um, so we're talking about the fallout from, from New Year's Eve. <laughs> New NXT champion in Bran Breaker. What's next for him? 20-minute promo. Welcome to NXT. Um, How's it go, guys? <laughs> <laughs> He's on a main event, isn't he, this week? Champa. Is he? I think so, yeah. I think he's oh. got the old uh, the old main event call off. Um <laughs> I Bron Breaker will immediately be thrust into the position. This is a developmental again, which is developing people for a main roster spot and a main roster spot is to be the brand leader, to be the game show host and wrestler, and they're gonna do that with Bron Breaker straight away. Um that doesn't necessarily need to be bad. He might be quite good at that. He might have a lot of energy, he'll certainly have a lot of enthusiasm for his new role. But yes, I fully expect Bron Breaker to open this episode of NXT to waffle on a bit about how he pays respect to the NXT of all. Don't think that me kicking through that X was not showing <laughs> disrespect to the likes of Tommaso Ciampa. It was more just, uh, I break stuff, it's in my name. And then, I don't know, spin the wheel and pick a heel and they can be his first challenger. I didn't just accidentally devise a WCW concept there, by the way. <laughs> Is it, it I mean... 
you got a few potentials there. I suppose you got Give a grab to the moon. Hopefully, right. I personally would hope that's <laughs> further down the line for me. Uh, and the dynamic doesn't really work. You've got the dream, of course, which I think then are going to be holding off on. Who? Brad Breaker versus Von Wagner. Well, I don't, don't see the dream when it's in, on NXT. Oh, sorry, yeah. I, was, I was like, I'm not bringing him back. <laughs> and then potentially, I suppose you could get Grayson Bloody Waller, but he's kind of busy tonight, I suppose. Yeah, he's busy tonight, and I expect. The love Waller. So maybe he can be the guy who the eventually drops it to. So that seems like a little bit further down the line here. The Bron Breakers had these interactions with like various people, and I forget what's happened. Has he had something with Gacy? Uh, oh, Gacy's going to be a tag wrestler because yeah. he's the babyface. He wants to prove that he's a good wrestler, that he's worthy of the spot first. Like a good fighting babyface. The biggest NXT show of the year that was three weeks ago. Who was in that main event? Because I've already forgotten. There was Bron Breaker, Tony D'Angelo. Oh, Grayson uh, Waller. Grayson Bloody Waller. And t- uh, Tony the Angel. Yeah, that's three. Ah, Grayson, Tony, Bron, and who was the fourth man in the War Games team? Like for the new the new blood of NXT. Genuinely I cannot remember. It was, of course. Dave Meltzer went. Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes, fair enough, yeah. Dave went four and three quarters on it. As Insane. good as Danielson Page too. As good as Danielson Page Absolutely Page goddamn ridiculous. No, so not yeah probably go not go through the go through the heels on the roster page. This Actually, is the problem. Well, there's too many. Do wait a minute though. No, but none of the game, of course, we could do this. You know that <laughs> it's off the rails. This one already. That maybe isn't the worst suggestion because Bron Breaker could be the one to say last week I became the new figurehead for 2.0, and Carmelo Hayes as the guy that's unified the other two titles could be the one to come out and say no. I am the new figurehead of NXT 2.0, and that actually, you could create something there. Like, they're not going to fight for titles, they obviously. Look, no, they could, but then they could just separate them. Yep. Remember, like, in 2020, when they were just desperate for stuff? It's like, right, unification match, Keith Lee and Adam Cole. And William Regal went, that sounds like, an, uh, sounds like a marvellous idea. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, Keith Lee was like... Then when he finally won both of them, Keith was like, oh, I'm probably not going to defend the North American one. I've got the more <laughs> important one right here, which is why I don't do unification matches in the first place, is I'm going to uh, abdicate it. I'll bequeath upon you! <laughs> I'll uh, be gifting. And then William Regal's like, oh, that sounds like a marvellous idea. <laughs> <laughs> so they, like, honestly, they'll just do what they want and they'll wreck on it, so maybe they'll do the who's the biggest, best champion. Mm-hmm. i tell you what would be very within WWE's wheelhouse, just looking at this roster page. Duke, Boa! Duke Bloody Hudson. Being hoyed straight into failing it. upwards. Yep. Mm-hmm. Do you want to pick a pick a say when to stop and we'll oh, yeah. number and we'll we'll announce who actually is of course going to be the next number one contender. When okay number between one and four two. Solo Sokoa. <laughs> All right, like that. Or legit. Ru Feng is the next one above it. No Big Bron Breaker Ru Feng match. <laughs> the uh, that Reddit's been going mad for for ages. <laughs> Zach Gibson. If you want, you can. Ah, it. it's, it's, it's all Adam. Will, it's all Will Bond's <laughs> world. It's NXT two point uh, Let's talk Gray- the iconics. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk Grayson Bloody Waller though. He's finally getting that match with AJ Styles tonight. He attacked him on Manila Raw uh, last night. How do you see this one playing out? Because they're obviously, like you say, they're a fan of his. They gave him the big, you know, Johnny Gargano send off. Well, this is. Different, different gravy. This is different gravy. I've got any idea because they want to push him, but surely they don't want to bury AJ Styles because AJ Styles has got like made June pay per view world title 
challenger energy about him to this day, even at what, like 45 years mm. old he is. So I don't know if they'd want to beat him, but then it's impossible to preview any of this because they could simply beat him. Hope you forget about it. Expect, in fact, you to forget about it, and then just do something different with them later whenever Vince turns uh, turns over in bed. I don't know. I um, can already see the Vince cells when. So Grayson Waller beats him here, and then let's say money in the bank, he's fighting for a world title back on the main roster, and people go, "Isn't this a guy who lost to Grayson Waller a few months back?" And then Vince cells thinking they've got a great point, saying, huh, "No one watches that show." What? <laughs> It's this the problem with this match. I think like there's potential positives right there, but the problem with the match is is that it's easier to understand why it's happening in reality than it is in kayfabe. So in reality, we know that AJ Styles can give just about anybody a great match. We know that they want Grayson Waller to have a great match. It's been a way to track this program across two separate shows. Maybe drag a few Raw viewers over, and that probably won't work. But maybe drag some viewers over to NXT, and then AJ is gone, and it's just a scalp. For Grayson Wallet. In Kayfabe, it doesn't make a great deal of sense because AJ is here because said, I never got to come to NXT. I never got to be a part of this. And Grayson Wallet's whole deal is I'm taking out everybody that was ever relevant to the old NXT. But somebody backstage has looked at the NXT veterans. Who has kick pads on close the, enough? Yeah, like has, <laughs> look, has looked at the 2.0 roster looking for one NXT veteran and they've gone fully in Beale and be like, I've got nothing left. <laughs> so they've had to go to AJ Styles instead to pretend to be this. I don't know, like Paragon of Virtue for NXT. It just, like it doesn't make. There's no reason really for them to be fighting. They've just sort of magic to feud out of thin air. I think Grayson Waller wins for that reason because the second AJ goes back to Raw, it sort of never happened, did it? Yeah. But Grayson Waller gets to talk about it on Tuesday is where he's kind of out the way anyway. Yeah, I think I think shenanigans quite possibly, but I believe Grayson bloody Waller wins, and then he can say, you know, AJ, I came on Raw and I beat you up, and then you came here. And I just straight beat you. You see, AJ, I've beaten you home and away. <laughs> Cock! In the home and away community. <laughs> the summer bay community. Uh, I'm, not beating that. Um, I'm not beating that at all. The... Right. You and I are getting closer each day, AJ. I'd say we're neighbours. Christ. Do you move to Australia and hopefully get attacked by one of those, <laughs> by one of those gigantic... That's what we take the, when we take the podcast worldwide. We're, we're, we're doing dates in, we're doing live, we're doing live dates in Australia. Take the podcast where? <laughs> well, I was trying to not pile hats on hats, but bollocks. Uh, you, you're a hat man. Imagine doing a world tour and having Will Bond for the advert doing that. <laughs> doing live dates all over the world. And there's just you screaming on a video. Are we doing ticket sales? Not good. <laughs> hey. Hugo would come to Portugal. Shout yes. out. Yeah. Get us to Portugal. Let's do that. Yeah. AJ Styles might lose <laughs> because <laughs> the one anyway, the very important mid card match. The Grayson Waller experiment feels like it's got legs. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it does. So AJ Styles, right, he's lost to Amos, he's lost to Grayson Waller. Maybe he comes ever so close at the rumble. Final four, oh, he's getting the momentum back, and then he gets dumped out, and maybe, like, in the road to WrestleMania, someone like Edge can say, where's the old pit bull, huh? Where's the guy I wanted the dream match with? Because I don't see him anymore. And then they can have a match, and that'll get AJ, like, people will cream all our Edge versus AJ Styles, and frankly, I'd kind of still be one of them, as 
intensely boring as Edge is these days. So there's ways, out, there's always a match they can give AJ on the main roster. In fact, there's actually one match they can give <laughs> AJ on the main roster that's remotely relevant and stuff. So they can just do some stuff to him. Usually, you'd want to build someone up before <laughs> a big match, but WWE's approach is, right, knock him down, knock him down, knock him down. This graphic looks good. You want it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like things that are rated R edge. My family only says one F word, and it certainly ain't bad. <laughs> I'm going to freaking get you at WrestleMania. Oh, frick. <laughs> edge beats up, beat down. I got frick. Hey, it's Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> um, returning to, well, the NXT to better preview, one of our games has been eliminated this week. Yeah. Uh, Sige. Where's Wendy? She's in the ring. She is tagging with Indy Hartwell and Persia Prada uh, against um, Casey Catanzaro, Caden Carter, and Amari Miller. And he, are they gonna, like? Is she still going to be? You know, because her Twitter game has now been like, right, I've woken up now. Now I'm ready. But is she going to wrestle in pajamas? Oh god! Oh god! I've got the one to choose. <laughs> <laughs> you get a win to choose. <laughs> Um, I don't know how this is going to play out. Yeah. I'm, it's, what is it about this woman in playing characters that I know are terrible, but I kind of still want to watch? Yeah, it's two for two now. It's two for two now. Um, will she two kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Die. <laughs> <laughs> will she, like, kind of fall asleep on the turnbuckle in Persia Pro? Why, why can't we make that? I can't do that. <laughs> why can't? Right, will she uh, do that? Maybe oh. she's asleep and her arms just hanging over the top rope and she tags and then Good. that's when she comes in. Yeah, because some people like sleep on that. How do you sleep? I sort of, yeah, I sort of wrap myself up <laughs> my arms. I it's think. like a one show over there. I don't worry about it. How do you sleep at night? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, like straddle the edge of the blanket so one leg's over it. Yes, me too. Yes, with kind of just my... Uh, Head in the gun. By that I mean uh, bicep. <laughs> so like head, oh, on, like head, bicep, leg gun over the blanket. I really like yeah, to be on the edge. So I literally live my life on the edge of, of the bed. Like oddly, almost exactly the same to the point that, like, yeah, again, we could be a modern Morecambe and Wise. Yes, and we just fit nicely on the edge of our bed. Yes. Brilliant. Wendy Chew thoughts. Uh, I really want them, as loyal listener Haley pointed out, I really want to watch them try their hand at an Orange Cassidy gimmick because they won't do it's it. It's going to be brilliant, isn't it? I, like, the thing, like, we take the piss out of all of this show because it's, like, right for taking the piss out of, but I don't hate this Wendy Chu gimmick, you know. NXT 2.0 is better stupid than it is serious. Way better stupid. That's what we were saying last week. There's a, this, there's a dissonance between when they try and get serious one week and then get back to the silliness. They're better at this than they realize they are. So I'm all for falling asleep in the middle of the ring, showing a bit of a disinterest, but getting the win. They could do, and ultimately this is the fundamental magic of Orange Cassidy. Oh, wow. Very little from it, and then something awesome. I don't know what that something awesome is, but just one awesome thing, and then even she's fairly unmoved by it because she wants to get back to sleep. If they flanderize and plagiarize the Orange Cassidy gimmick, but like, just make it more orange casty with pajamas. I will come. <laughs> <laughs> I will enjoy it so much. There's this idiot Bruce Pritchard drowning all the town, and then like, hey, the glass guy falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, go go go. 
She'll fall asleep too. <laughs> Wendy, choo. Choo, choo, choo. <laughs> choo, choo, choo. <laughs> hey, make her a train. <laughs> I love these blithering idiots. I, I've gone from the most earnest, childlike love for these people ever to the most like mutated, perverse entertainment. <laughs> One way or another, in fact, both ways. I'm just so happy they've been in my life for so long. (laughs) Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Um, we've also got Santos Escobar versus Zion Quinn tonight with fighting for the puss. Electra Lopez up for gl- uh, up for grabs. <laughs> up for grabs. Who's it? Grabs. Oh, but it is, isn't it? That's what it is. Now, as the winner, you know, romantically potentially could be involved in this. Should they have Von Wagner on commentary talking about who wins her heart? <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> You know what I hate about this, right? Is that has she all but said, I've kind of got feelings for him. Not just with her eyes, with her express <laughs> verbal consent. Has she said I fancy him, but I've got divided loyalties. She didn't do a dance at one point. Yeah. It's dancing is not written no. is not no, verbal express. Yes. I don't think so. No, I think in their mind it's been it is consent, which is a look. <laughs> Like, uh, like the consent where Bruce Pitcher were like, when I was younger, that was consent. <laughs> like, uh, so yeah, I think, I think what, only what, that. What if she doesn't actually fancy him? Mm-hmm. What if she doesn't want to consent to being his property? Sorry, yeah, yeah, suggesting the universe where women have these rights. This is the WWE universe. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> so what if all along it's been kind of a ruse where she's thought, because, you know, they're allowed, women are allowed to change their minds. Anyone's allowed to change their minds. What if she kind of thought, oh, he's, he's kind of hot him, and then thought, you know what? His MSN, mas- uh, his MSN messenger pattern is um, <laughs> incredibly corny. He's trying to Ross Geller me. I'm not having it. I'm not having it at all. I, I'm turned off. And then he wins her, and it's just like, well, am I now? I, I hate this. It's legitimately awful. It's one of those things where it's like Gacy adjacent in that, when you think about it too much, it's like, nah, 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 I'm, I'm literally not having this. It's terrible, and they're, they're lucky that no one gives a toss about this creatively dead organization anymore because realistically, you put this kind of storyline on any other TV show that even is remotely under media scru- scrutiny, and it gets absolutely annihilated. Yeah, don't really have too much to add to that. If we would, if we would cover 
historic versions of these angles in lists or in podcasts or in videos or whatever and be critical of them through the modern lens and maybe put in some sort of, well, this is how they perceive this to be okay at the time. It's absolutely not. And look, let's reflect on that. This is happening in 2022, but luckily it's happening on a show that nobody watches, so nobody's thought to make any particular noise about I, it. I haven't even got used to the name of the year yet. Yeah. <laughs> and it's that's as fresh as it gets. January, what, 11th, 2022? Mm-hmm. Doesn't even feel like 2022 yet. They're doing this in 2022, this futuristic hellscape. I do have a prediction, but I'd like to save that for one of the games. If oh. I want to give a spoiler out now. Zion Quinn wins. He could, she's gonna, he's gonna win her heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, uh, yeah. She's gonna win her <laughs> or it because she's an object. It. Hey, lady, you're an object. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've also got uh, Boa versus Sokoa. Solo Sokoa versus Boa. Uh, I love how it's like the rumble of the jungle. I know. You know what I mean? Like this thing that's so epic that you need some rhyming tagline. <laughs> this is, we're like 24 hours removed from woo versus goo. <laughs> and now you're this, hitting me with... This is them? That's not even me. This is their wrestling. It's not even my copy. <laughs> <laughs> it's their copy. Um, but this isn't just your average Boa, of course. He's inhabited by the spirit that used to inhabit Wendy Chu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've lost track of what's going on with Boa because isn't this the at my count third attempt at weird Boa stuff mm. so he had the original situation obviously where um you had Wendy Chu's original version when she was a thousand year old dragon lady um and as I realized when I was looking at all the NXT highlights on YouTube yesterday Zia Lee once being forced to beat you know some sort of I don't know some redemption into Boa what was going on on the other channel uh, Sting holds his head high. He's like, which, which one should I watch first on a Wednesday night? Um, so that was his first one. Then if you remember, when 2.0 started, they sort of had another bash it, didn't they? Remember, like, Bo was in the ring, and then he did a bit of a Finn Balor dance, and then it was all weird. And then that just stopped. And then they were like, a month later, should we do that again? <laughs> As if they'd forgotten the first one. Like, this, that Hurt Business thing on Raw, and it, did we definitely do that? I not <laughs> just do it again. So Bo is like, I mean, if he can't get this... Spiritual reincarnation, right? At three attempts, mm. you can have to figure something else out. Which which, which version do you, do you prefer in the Boa Selector? Walter <laughs> 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 <Also> Wilborn, <laughs> shut your mouth! <laughs> <laughs> you are. You're a great guy. Um, <laughs> You've already told me to die on this. Yeah, yeah you're no, a no, danger. No, no. You're a danger. What I hate most about this, right, <laughs> is like, <laughs> if you're going to do just some supernatural bollocks and you just want to do some supernatural bollocks and you just want to heal who happens to be theoretically very scary and imposing because he has, like, otherworldly powers, right? Can you not just, like enjoy having this power and just be some kind of like evil dickhead with like venom i don't know what that is because i'm not a nerd but you know (laughs) what i mean like why the conflict do i don't want the powers they change me (laughs) just be the undertaker the undertaker was dicking about in 1990 and 1991 like i don't know if i like the darkness (laughs) (laughs) it's a problem in wrestling isn't it because anyone with magic powers doesn't sort of fear reprisals of any kind it's not like like nobody else in the roster it's like, like, even in AEW, like, why are the rest of us not going, Malachi Black can, can teleport. We all need to come together and deal <laughs> yeah, with no. this. There's no, like, they're not asked. 
So if you've got these magic powers, that was the week with Boa. I remember us talking about the review. It's like, why is nobody else in the roster been like, never mind my match. Did you just see what happened out there? I know. It never comes up. It's just the internal, <laughs> con- the inner conflict like they have about, oh, I don't know if I want these powers. That they're too much. They're too much. Just use them to win matches. <laughs> why, would you, why, why would you want to win wrestling belts when you've got these powers? <laughs> just take over the world. I think he's losing as well to Solo Sakata. And then doing more like, oh, well, if you had powers, it just wouldn't be a problem for you. Mm. I don't know why I'm doing so many voices. Like. <laughs> what do you think? Sokoa winning? Yeah, I quite like Solo Sokoa. Yeah. Um, it, more in that, like, raw materials on an XT 2.0 way than anybody that I can really emotionally get behind. But this brand is going to unearth some of those wrestlers more than the last version did. So I like it when one appears. I think this that's what this is for now. One week, out of nowhere, you might see a wrestler that you've never heard of before. You've never seen them. They've been given no build-up, and you just feel something. That's a proper developmental, doing developmental stuff, and I think Solosco has been one of them. And I could definitely see their, like, not ready for powers yet. Well, I'm going to bloody have to now. <laughs> like, you made me do it, Solo. I'm going to bloody have to now. <laughs> <laughs> At one match... We are genuinely looking forward to tonight, Sige. Is the crowbar and a pole match. It's Tony D'Angelo versus Petey Poppins with a crowbar up a pole. Do you know who's the surname of the guy who's booking the NXT as of now? Who's that? The surname. Russo. <laughs> it's genuinely Johnny Russo, is it? Johnny Russo. He's yeah. heading up the. Uh, NXT Worst creative. fake name ever. <laughs> the NXT. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, I'm. Uh, you're getting me confused with my brother. I'm uh, uh, Johnny. I swear, <laughs> I swear to God, my first name is Johnny. <laughs> so there's a Russo booking a cruel bar on a pole match in NXT tonight. I would love to hear those words. In you want British wrestlers? You go to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Feet done. Some lucha guy. <laughs> I mean, the moral of the story of the downfall of NXT is that if you wear kick pads, and trust me, I'll talk more about kick pads later. Oh. If you wear kick pads, you are scum. Yeah? You are not required. You are going to be stigmatized as a ugh, good wrestler. Where do you go to that craft? Boring, short, pale, drab, uninteresting. Therefore, Pete Dunne's going to do the job. Tony D'Angelo gets the push. Bada bing, bada boom. I suppose Tony could be, if he wins this, elevated into the title picture. He'd be elevated, all right? Be climbing a pole. (laughs) 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 What I hate about, at least with a cage match, which I hate, you get some, like, gnarly bumps. Even in a WWE one, you get some gnarly bumps. Like, what can you do except climb I love these sorts of matches. Oh, I've just got a spot for it, actually. I was just going to say, I love these sorts of matches just because of the knowledge and the history of these sorts of things. And you've seen a little bit with the San Francisco 49ers match, or whatever it was called. A classic. Where they're bumping all over the ring and stuff can fall. So the fact that the crowbar's up there and you have to climb to get it and oh, all that battle, sometimes it just drops. Can I say... Can oh, yeah, that's can it, that's I just want to pitch my spot. The whole idea is you meant to grab the object atop the pole. How are you going to do that with broken fingers, you schmuck? So Pete <laughs> Dunne's actual good. 
like limb work, his unique approach to it, can actually make a pole match make sense. If well, they don't do that, they're stupid. Well, I had like a mini Tony D'Angelo predictor oh, okay. for this particular match. Because um, I don't think they'll spoil us with the segment personally. I think this is his lot for tonight. And I think Pete Dunne is going to dominate. He's more experienced. And then he's going to go to retrieve the crowbar. But working your way up in the mafia, as Tony D'Angelo has obviously done, is often thought of as climbing the greasy pole. I greased the pole up! <laughs> and Pete Dunne just slips from the pole, covered in grease, and then Tony D'Angelo batters him from behind. And now with the grease removed and on Pete Dunne's skin, up he shimmies, gets the crowbar. That's a great spot. As a veteran of the Brit rest scene, unfortunately, Pete Dunne's very well versed in dealing with grease. <laughs> so I don't think it will co- uh, pose too much of a problem for him. Uh, that leaves a nice space to segue into our games. Uh, let's start with, with an obvious one, Hamlet, the Zeitgeist Heist, that being what topical reference are they going to try and drop in on this show? Well, as I said before, I didn't want to give away one of my result predictions early, this one. We're going to go backstage, and there's going to be a sofa with some children sat on a sofa. Only, uh, well, it's all right. You think it's going to turn out what you think it's one way, but it's actually oh, it's, another way. It's going to say on it's the Orlando, not Enfield, tonight. Yeah, it's okay. Flashes across the bottom. The year 2032. It's not now. It's 10 years in the future. And a voiceover plays as these two kids sit there. Kids, I remember defeating Santos Escobar. And from that moment, she was my property. And that's how I met your mother. All right, people, (laughs) Saget. And it turns out (laughs) it's Zion Quinn talking to his children that he had with Electra (laughs) Lopez. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. That's brilliant. Right, topping that, what have you got? Oh, what have I got for Zeitgeist Taster? That's fucking rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> it's genuinely bad. Um, so what I do, five minutes before Arch, it's actually 2.0 recording time, oh Christ. Google on my phone now does like the trending, mm-hmm. what's the biggest searches going on. Uh, oh God, this is so bad, it's not as funny as that. Um, apparently there's another PS5 shortage. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? But <laughs> you said it wasn't funny. I got there at the end. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's in the news? What's in the news? <laughs> Peanuts on airplanes, am I right? And, um, What's the deal with PS5, sir? <laughs> I've just simply written down in my notes here. Uh, Grayson Waller, colon, speech marker. I'm as in demand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm as in demand as a PS5. <laughs> I'm as in demand as a PS5. <sighs> in, a, in a pre-tape of all the AJ Styles matches. Uh, see, AJ Styles wants me. I want it on Raw. I'm back here in NXT. <laughs> I don't need a the PS5. World. Grayson Waller, I bought the Jaguar. <laughs> 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 oh, mine was also uh, Grayson Bloody Waller. Um, uh, and it's a it's pre-match promo. I don't know what's, what's main eventing on this. I suppose by my booking, it has to be the crowbar on a pole match. But regardless, um, you know, Grayson Waller's just I've just got a generic time of the year sort of thing. I hope you're not bloody doing dry January, AJ, because by the end of this match, you're going to be drowning your bloody sorrows with a can of Fosters after you've had the, because apparently this is a thing now, Grayson Waller effect. <laughs> <laughs> Fosters in the news? 
No, it's January, innit? <laughs> so I'll try January. <laughs> yeah, of course. Silly me. See, I told you that I'm not used to the air yet. Um, do you want to introduce this new game? Look, it's my idea. It's my concept. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So can I do it? Well, last week, New Year's Evil, was it? Mm-hmm. Bron Breaker makes his... <laughs> Bron Breaker makes his entrance, right? In what... You... We are deep thinkers on this podcast. We're the inside crew. Yeah, you might have thought you saw a big, gigantic... Uh, Styrofoam X. It was um, symbolism. It was actually Triple H's big nose. <laughs> and Bron Breakers just booted it in half. It was an X. He's booted it in half as if to say, that kick pad clad rubbish, get out of here. It's time for some real muscles, for some real bodies, for some real men. They are gutting Triple H's NXT legacy. This... Stunt was followed 24 hours later by the release of William Regal and Road Dog to the closest confidants of Triple H. Um, so I did tweet this already, but the mega fans will forgive me. Mm-hmm. Babyface comes out, probably Breaker again for his um, Master of Ceremonies promo because that's what it's going to be now. Comes out, bottle of water in hand. Right? I haven't told you the name of the game, have I? No. Sorry. The name of the game is uh, VMAC. Get the shovel! <laughs> so it's this game is how on NXT tonight are they going to bury the legacy further of Triple H? Mm-hmm. Because Vince McMahon actively seems to be kind of enjoying it, doing it, on, doing it on screen now. So Braun Breaker comes to the ring, bottle of water in hand, unscrews the top, puts a little bit in his mouth, stands on the apron in front of the ropes, spits it out, but kind of splutters in laughter before he can get the job done. Just does a wanker sign. <laughs> that. <laughs> or he's going to bury Champa, who he's downed at New Year's Evil, and he's going to say, you were a pet uh, projector <laughs> of a dead uh, regime. <laughs> and uh, banner him off that way. I uh, I had two two guesses for this. Okay, uh, either to fire up Wendy Chu, Indian Persia, just look at her and she's like, oh, I'm a bit tired, me. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, try. <laughs> <laughs> Fires up, and this time he's gonna try. <laughs> <laughs> or or uh, in the middle of the crowbar and a pole match, the commentators are apoplectic at this match type. Why are they making these two people fight like dogs for a crowbar on a pole? And then. The dogs hold crowbars? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then Wade Barrett's going to have to be forced, yelled at in the poor headset. And you're told to say, well, could be worse. Could be a hog bed match. So, you know. Oh, no. Uh, that's good as well. That's, I like that. That's I, like that. I like that. That's like funny and mean. Yes. Because yeah. like Vince booked it. It was his fault, really. Didn't he win as well? Yeah, he, he still got. Yeah, he yeah, still he got dropped in pick. I guess I'm not sure. Mine was foreshadowed by Sidgwick's introduction of the game. We haven't compared notes before this thing. This is this is real. Um, a Tiffany Stratton vignette airs. Oh, I hope so. I've missed where it she voice. has explained that her daddy, her daddy, was more than willing to pay for her to be as beautiful as she wanted to be because, as Daddy said. Nothing is uglier than a big nose. <laughs> Honestly, this this preview always it makes me it's 
very weird comparison to this. It's akin to the AEW Dynamite preview because it makes me so excited for the show. Different reasons, different reasons. Yeah, it's never as good as this. Though, it? <laughs> uh, let's conclude with the Tony D'Angelo predictor. We go for it, Amber. Greasy Paul. That's what oh, I'm saying. That's Paul, how he yeah, wins. Of course, that's, that's a great wins. shout. Yeah. Once again, I make it only down to C on my Wikipedia oh, list of mafia. It's not a gimmick. This is what I do for the predictor. <laughs> the list of the glossary of mafia terms on Wikipedia.org. Made down to see, and I came up with a little bit of wordplay. They love the wordplay in NXT 2.0. You seen this? You heard about this? <laughs> drowning in an ocean of experience. Drowning in an ocean of inexperience. Yeah. But ah, it turns out he was the shark. So they love that wordplay. So uh, Tony D'Angelo is going to cut a pre-taped little promo here to hype up the match, and he's going to say to Petey Poppins, "Hey, kick pads <laughs> for like cement shoes now." <gasps> Your black and gold schmuck. Yes. Great. That's actually really good. Like Cement shoes. Oh. Your little kick pads. <laughs> don't know how to walk. You don't know how to walk. Your little skinny fat ass with your kick pads. <laughs> well, what uh, happened to you, Triple H? You used to bury these schmucks, then you started to, uh, you know, you cozied up to these schmucks, and you lost your career. So I think there's going to be... All for the sake of the mark, sending you a fruit basket for those absolute incels at Squared Circle. How you doing? <laughs> uh, my prediction for the Tony D'Angelo predictor is we're going to catch up with, with Tony backstage and uh, he's going to be asked about his uh, his preparations for the match. And he's got preparations. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, to uh, take on Billy Pop. You think I need preparations here? All I need is this. And he's going to reach into his pocket. He's going to pull out what looks like this white grainy powder and the commentator's going to say Tony what what on earth's that he says uh, well you know I'm facing uh, Petey Poppins so this is a spoonful of sugar to help the crowbar go down <laughs> <laughs> the physical prep you do to get into character for Tony D'Angelo I cannot wait till he's on Raw and about to be interviewed by Kevin Patrick <laughs> 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 I'm going to have some sort of seizure I think for the benefit of the listening audience on this audio podcast, if you want to know what it actually looks like, I guarantee you've seen it. And the reason why I can guarantee you've seen it is because the YouTube algorithm has made this so. You know when it's the Enzo Amore response mm-hmm. to Simon Gash? To Simon Gash, and he's getting a character going back into his headspace, <laughs> and he's going, so go, picture the scene, huh? NXT promo class. Simon Gash, you know he's like do, he's like he's doing the I singlet thing, popping his collar, he's popping his collar, but yeah, popping his collar and apparently it's a singlet. That's what Wilborn does for the Tony D'Angelo <laughs> predictor every week. How you doing? Well, let us know your thoughts ahead of NXT but oh tonight on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Why should I keep done? A pair of titties, <laughs> <laughs> like a sixty-five-year-old woman. How you doing? You got a pair of titties like your British strong style friend. I ain't talking about Tyler Bates. How you doing? <laughs> Uh, you can follow Michael Hamlet on Twitter at... Michael Hamlet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at... M. Sidgwick. And you can follow me at Adam Wilmot. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. We'll have the NXT Dubai O review podcast there tomorrow. Uh, and available right now is our Raw review from earlier on today. But for now, this has been the NXT Dubai O preview. My thanks to the Dadly Boys. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 